Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're ranting again. Let me just... I'm not ranting. Yes, you are. No, I... I here's how it works, Dr. Fauci. Right. I get to ask you the question. You're the highest paid official in the United States government. You've given us your advice on baseball, on dating apps, on cruise ships. You told us zero masks, one mask, two masks, now back to one mask. I'm just asking you, when is it going to end? Governor Abbott has just lifted the mandatory mask mandate in the entire state of Texas. Now businesses are back at 100% capacity. So when there's a giant spike... You're going to know exactly who to blame. You can say don't mess with Texas all you want. You know who can mess with Texas? The wrath of God. Again, I know why being you, a what reporter do you know? about police. What, you have a 10-minute oh, career as a cop? Wow. Geraldo, you got it. Geraldo, you've been running, 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 running for office for the yourself. last Take 20 years. Take a volume. Years. Take a oh. volume. My gosh, you're a 70-year-old man. Calm all right. down. Fact. All you want to do is see the country burn. You just want to see the country burn. That's it. I want to see the country burn. You son of a I want to see the country burn, you punk. You're nothing but a punk. Yeah. You're a punk, yeah. Bungino. You're a yeah, punk. You, you wouldn't oh, tell boy. me that to my face. We'll leave it there. Coming yeah. up, the left <laughs> continues. Leave it there, indeed. Well, we'll get to that audio and all the other crazy audio that is happening uh, right now. I fear, unfortunately, that the country is going to burn. This is Thursday night for us, or Friday morning um, right now. Uh, and... Uh, in the video, although I've heard that the family released this video already, the video of Adam Toledo, a 13-year-old boy who was shot and killed by police in Chicago, was just released by the police. Oh, that, that's right, because it was released by the family today, so the police are releasing everything as well. It is horrifying video. It's horrifying video. I would suggest you do not watch it. Uh, I did watch it for too long. I watched the beginning and then I walked away. Yeah, it's, it's horrifying. If the George Ford Floyd video is enough to convince many people that the cop that Chauvin murdered him in cold blood, this video will do the same. Uh, except this is a much younger, per this, this is a much younger kid. It's a thirteen-year-old kid. It's a thirteen-year-old kid, and 
he not only is he shot, but he dies and mm-hmm. and um, on video on video graphically with cops trying to help help him out. It reminded me, to be honest with you, it just it reminded me of being in the room when my parents died. Although you know, obviously there was it, it, it was just to the. The atmosphere that happens when you're in a situation and the stress that you feel in a situation where somebody is slipping away like that, it's just so elevating. And you could hear the cops trying to be brave and talk the kid through it, but he was slipping away. It is it is not good. This is going to be, I fear that this is going to be a freaking problem. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I mean, the, the kid, it's the same conversation that we've been having constantly. It, it, right, there shouldn't be. It, it he should not be dead. Uh, the, the police say he had a gun. I, I didn't see. Gun. Maybe there's a gun somewhere. Maybe he dropped he it. He supposedly you, dropped the gun. There was a gun right there. Well, if he dropped but, the gun, then his hands were in the air. And well, yeah, because he was dropping the gun and putting his hands up, basically. Right. Well, um, it is not good. Uh, and um, and so um, by, by the way, my parents <laughs> died. Fairly peacefully, so I don't want you to think that they were shot by cops or anything. They were not, but but it's just you know if 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 you've been around when somebody's been died, mm-hmm. how that is. So so um, but this is a kid who was way too young to be dying, and you know the circumstances of how he got himself there, what crime was happening, that it was two thirty in the morning. It's I can tell you one thing: watching that video in the aftermath, and the minutes after that, that cop. Um, was he was feeling uh, trauma himself? He was not okay, and mm-hmm. I could see how why he not as feel. much trauma as the thirteen. Well, certainly. Kid. Well, that, by that time, that trauma was over for him. But, uh, but, but, so I, I just to say it to say that this was a a an emotional situation. I know nothing mm-hmm. about any of the cops, but unfortunately, Lori Lightfoot. Well, no, no. I guess she has issued an appeal for calm. For tonight in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, and I, I am pretty uh, sure there will not be, unless the there's suddenly a blizzard in Chicago, it's going to hit the fan tonight, and I would think uh, for uh, quite a few days to come. They, I don't think that the uh, COVID restrictions are going to help either. Like they mm-hmm. didn't last year. It's now been a year. Now everybody can go out and make some noise, and so. <clears throat> I think they will, but so that's uh, that's that. But we'll get to the other things. That's de- that's developing right now as we're talking. So we'll see. So on the lighter side, or it's not the lighter. Yes, I guess it is the lighter side. And Gallo's humor, Geraldo Rivera and Dan Bongino got in a shouting match about this about this uh, very subject about you know about uh, Dan Bongino's defending the police because it's a tough job. <clears throat> and it's a thankless job, and and uh, you know we've lost you know dozens of police this year who get shot in the line of duty, and it's just without the police, mm-hmm. there's this notion now. And Trevor Noah said this like, "Where are all the good apples?" If there there's always these bad apples, there's this notion now that it's actually working that on people that the all the police are bad, they're right. all bad and cover up, you know, or murderers or. Or conspirators, or <coughs> so. So well, Bongino's trying to, well. and they, and you know, it, it's 
even the ones that are quote unquote the bad apples in these situations, like it's it's hard to know exactly what to make of this video other than the fact that <laughs> obviously it's terrible that this kid is dead. Um because, you know, we haven't this news just broke just now. So we haven't had time to like fully dig into this story mm-hmm. and explore what it's all about and what was going on. But the officers were responding to a call of shots fired. And this kid was armed and ran away. And, you know, whether he was trying to drop the gun or trying to draw the gun or whatever it was, it looked to me like he was trying to put his hands up. But, uh, like, the fact is that the cop, if if this cop is a bad apple who shot this kid, it's a cop that you're calling to respond when there's uh, people shooting guns in your neighborhood. You know, like, what right. What do you want? Who do you want to show up in the case where there's teenagers shooting guns in the neighborhood? And what exactly do you want them to do about it? Right. So so that's essentially that's essentially what uh, Geraldo and Bongino were arguing about, mm-hmm. essentially. So I'll just get to the good stuff here because they go off course very quickly because they despise each <laughs> other. Um, and uh, and and so uh, here we go. There's a big difference between reporting on a baseball game and playing it, uh, Geraldo. You never wore a badge, period. Not interested in your reporting on it because reporters deal with facts. And you brought the race card into it the other night when we had this debate, despite having no facts to back that up. And when I brought up the facts that there is no systemic racism, blacks are twice as likely to be shot by cops as whites per capita. How about that fact? How about that fact? Geraldo, According to you the clearly most haven't seen that study Harvard study ever done on the subject. <sighs> All right, one at a time. That's the Washington Post, and they spent right. Geraldo, a year Geraldo. reporting it. Why, why Let do him we finish his thought, then this? you go. Really? Damn. Why do we bother? Geraldo knows everything. <laughs> they did an actual study on police contacts and found no systemic racism. It was the Department of Justice, their Bureau of Justice Statistics. But he doesn't know any of that. Um, but secondly, uh, oh, that this is, again, why being you. a what reporter you know? about police. What, you have a 10-minute oh, career as a cop? Yeah. Geraldo, you right. got it. You, 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 you can't control yourself. Take a volume. Take a volume. You've been talking forever. Let him talk. You really got to pipe down. My gosh, you're a 70 year old man. Calm right, down, Dan. Get go. a hold of yourself. Dang, <laughs> there we go. Cop for 10 minutes, 70 year old man, and uh, it culminates like this. You tell that to the black families that see their we go. sons a being race. killed. That's all you twice got. Twice the rate. You of got white nothing else, sons. buddy. Is it, that's you got a nothing fact. else. That's a fact. You've got nothing. Yeah, else. All you want to do is fact. see the country that burn. Is the, you just want to see the country uh, burn. Well, That's it. I want to see the time. country burn. You son race. of a bitch. I want You're to see the country burn, you punk. You're nothing but a punk. Yeah. You're a punk, yeah. Bongino. You're a yeah, punk. You, w- you wouldn't oh, tell boy. me that to my face. We'll leave it there. Coming yeah. up, the left let's continues. See. Yeah, let's see, says Geraldo. I think he's more than 70, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so there we go. I don't think if they're on again tonight, which they probably will be, i got to think Fox is loving this. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be any more tempered this evening. This is going to be ugly. Oh, right. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I'm so fascinated by this question of like policing and things you can do. And there's there are obviously like some things that you can do that solve some of these problems, but nothing will solve every issue with the cops. So, you know, one thing I was hearing um the other shooting that we had been talking about and um, in that really bad video of the cops pulling over that lieutenant, mm-hmm. um, those both happened at traffic stops where there was 
no particular reason why there needed to be a police interaction in the first place, I would certainly, like, the more libertarian-leaning side of me would be open to the idea that, like, cops should just be able to report you to the RMV and they'll send you a ticket in the mail for driving without a registration, you know, and if you want to appeal it, whatever, right? Like, why does the... In this day and age, they can run your whole plate and know everything about you. Just right. Well, I think they're trying to glean some other stuff from the traffic stops. Yeah, but I mean, like, cops, that's, like, one of the most dangerous things for police because mm-hmm. they're walking into total unknown. And clearly it leads to a lot of these altercations, our police jobs. And then that's what they always say, like, oh, he was shot over an air freshener. Well, like, that's not exactly what happened. There were open warrants for his arrest. But, you know, I think it would it would, it would help clarify when these issues happen if we're not if it if it weren't even a law about the air fresheners like wouldn't it be convenient if cops weren't supposed to cite people for having air fresheners well yeah but that's a different i mean they yeah, but the I mean, liberals like, need to, you know they, they need all the revenue to uh you know to mm-hmm. to uh boister is it boister or word bolster bolster I, we'll use bolster who cares their um their regulations and their programs. So yeah, but the cops aren't tax collectors, and I don't want them they shooting not? people. Well, Since they when? are. Well, yeah, but that's the whole thing with Eric Garner in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And selling the loose cigarettes is that that's a, a law about taxes that he's trying to evade the taxes on cigarettes, and but that's also the whole thing in and speed the cops traps in small towns, yeah. etc. Yeah. So why? I mean, like, why don't we take that stuff off the table? And then, you know, and and that probably solves a big chunk of this problem. A lot of these, like, Black Lives Matter deaths happen at traffic stops. It's a nice way. When you're in town B, it's nice to be able to take revenue from motorists in town A and C. That's true. It's a, it's a, I mean, these cities and towns, I mean, they need revenue. This is how they do it. A nice syntax. No, and, I, and I guess that, that I'm talking about, you know, booze and other things. Mm-hmm. Nice syntax, nice marijuana revenue. I mean, that'll be a thing of the past soon, since everybody will be legalizing, I assume. Quite yeah, but I mean, like, we can tax the actual, the marijuana sales or whatever, if we but want. Also. As a side note, I saw somebody pulled over last night at the Massachusetts-New Hampshire border as I was coming home at 1 a.m., uh, who they were pulled over with the police behind them, and there was smoke coming out of the windows of their car. <laughs> So, um. <laughs> that's a red flag. I'd say. So, uh, yeah, that's a tough traffic stop to be at. It's, there's some incriminating evidence, I would say. Um, anyway, I like that. I'd be open to, but clearly, in this case, with this 13 year old, that wouldn't solve that problem. This wasn't a traffic stop. This was about teenagers shooting guns in a neighborhood. Right, but. I mean, you've got, um, there's too many, there's race hustlers, there's opportunists, there's politicians, everybody, this is so, this has got so much to offer, so much value for opportunists mm-hmm. for to use this thing, for power in prestige, and, right. you know, for Black Lives Matter, this is a whole new spate of houses, if you want. Mm-hmm. This is, it's just too good for people. We're not good, we're not smart enough, our politics is so cynical now, that nothing is a disgrace anymore. We, the with a straight face, Democrats in Washington D.C. are trying to pack the Supreme Court with something mm-hmm. looked on a hundred years ago as one of the biggest disgraces of the twentieth century. Right 
the attempt so bad so uh so uh you know pernicious an act by fdr mm-hmm. that his own vice president stuck it to him right and i think that that actually that fdr action has a lot to answer for in how we view court packing now because the supreme court had been expanded before in the past and people assumed it would be again but the fact that he just did it for absolutely naked political reasons because he wanted to ram stuff through was uh it soured people on it for the rest of all time which is why we've been stuck at nine now you know people nobody's wanted to touch it again after that he's made it poisonous right and yeah, even so Pelosi I, knows that at this point. Because yes. you saw what she said about the bill today. They all put forward the bill today. She said, I have no plans to bring it to the floor. We'll see. Well, first of all, I don't first of all, I don't think they have the votes in the Senate, so she can get out she can say that all she wants. I don't to. think they have the votes in the House. <clears throat> She's got what, like a six vote majority or something? And how many of those are moderate Democrats that would get absolutely killed? In 2022, maybe when they're done they're... using this newest case uh, of uh, police violence, maybe <sighs> they'll find a way to do it. <clears throat> but so that is that. By the way, I was on uh, WTIC today from nine to noon, and I was on. To, I'll be on tomorrow. Check it out if you want to, because mm-hmm. Fridays we don't have a burn barrel show. One other housekeeping issue is I have to issue a correction. Mm-hmm. I said two days ago that Barnes and Noble is gone. Barnes and Noble is not gone. I remembered that wrong. Several people pointed that out. You are correct. They did close stores last year, which is what I was remembering, but they uh, managed to reopen some of them, and they are limping along towards the future. So, but Borders is gone. Borders and is maybe gone. Walden Books is that around? Walden around? Books got swallowed by one of those. Wasn't there like it? a Cherry Stones too? Books? Uh, Waterstones or was books? it Waterstones? Uh, nice one in the maybe, back bay. Yeah, maybe, maybe a long maybe. time I ago. Don't know. I don't know because I don't go there because books is dumb, Alice. <laughs> um, so, well, I haven't been to one in a long time. I have to say. So, moving along to some other things we had talked about. Speaking of uh, bad behavior in media, we played last night the John Berman audio of him tattletaling to Anthony <laughs> Fauci about Tucker Carlson being bad. Well, now Tucker Carlson is. I'll play a little bit of that just to remind you how that sounded. You know that there is this issue of vaccine hesitancy out there, broadly speaking, not just about Johnson and Johnson, but about vaccines in general. One of the reasons is is some of the things people say. Uh, and last night, I want to read you. I don't want to play it because I'm. Uh, a little bird told me that the guy at, over at Fox was saying bad things about you. Not sure that helps the cause here of of, of saving lives. Uh, something that TV personality Tucker Carlson said on tv about vaccines in general he said if the vaccine if vaccines are effective there's no reason for people who have received the vaccine to wear masks or avoid physical contact so maybe it doesn't work and they're simply not telling you that let me repeat that again so maybe it doesn't work and they're simply not telling you that what do you now say, you've Dr. got Carlson? the next uh, yeah. next few minutes to be outraged. Uh, that's Dr. just a typical crazy conspiracy theory. So there you go. So in uh, the last night, Tucker responded to this. Wait a second. Who's doubting that vaccines work? For the record, we never for a minute doubted it. We bought all of that stuff completely at face value. We believe in science. Actually, kind of probably trust the pharmaceutical companies a little bit too much. So when they said this stuff works, we never questioned it. We assume they had detailed studies showing that it does work. We still think that. The only reason we're asking the question is because the people in charge are acting like it doesn't work. You see the president of the United States wearing a mask outside. You see his vice president doing the same thing. You see the guy in charge of coronavirus response, the one you just saw, telling us that, again, after you've had the vaccine, you must remain under the restrictions. So we're asking a question that is rooted in science. 
which is why. If this stuff works, why can't you live like it works? What are you really telling us here? And by the way, this, again, is not a trick question. We're not playing word games here. What's the answer? <laughs> if the coronavirus vaccine prevents you from catching the coronavirus, why are you wearing a mask? Why can't you eat in a restaurant? And if it doesn't prevent you from catching the coronavirus, why are we taking it in the first place? Both can't be true. So that's the question. It's not a conspiracy theory. As an American, you should ask it too. If they're telling you you can't fly on a plane until you take a vaccination, which by the way, won't allow you to live as you did in 2019, what are they saying? Right. It's a valid question. And we've had, when I was filling in today in Hartford, Connecticut, the mayor is all upset and the governor's all upset, saying we can't get people. They've got eight FEMA walk-up vaccine clinics now in Hartford, mm -hmm. and they can't get people to get to come there. You don't even need a, a, an appointment. You can walk in and get your vaccine. They're having trouble people with people getting there. Now, they're citing the Johnson & Johnson developments as something that uh, might have scared them away. And, and that's certainly something that would deter people because the Johnson & Johnson stuff doesn't appear to be any more dangerous than any other vaccine at this moment. A new report came out today that showed that the other vaccines also had caused blood clots in a few handful of people out of millions. But there's no doubt that saying again and again, telling people again and again that your life will not get any better even if you take a vaccine... Of course, why would you do it? A lot of people hate needles and going in virtual waiting rooms forever and ever and ever. People don't like that stuff. And also, people don't trust government for any number of historic reasons. I don't blame people who don't trust government. I can tell you that. So, I mean, you've taken people and you've done your damnedest to obscure the messaging uh, or message really subtly against vaccines, saying no. When, when Fauci says doesn't matter, you can have your vaccine, but still you can't go out. You can't go to a bar. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. What is he saying? And remember, people trust that idiot still. People believe mm -hmm. what he says. <sighs> so I do think uh, the nation is beginning to reach a tipping point of anti-Fauci sentiment. I mean, there's always going to be some so. people who are for him, but I, I feel there's a, there's a bit of a resentment brewing, I would say. I'm all for that. Uh, perhaps a good, um, that was the impetus maybe for Jim Jordan mauling Fauci today. <laughs> give us your best guess then. I just did. No, you didn't. You didn't give us a time. What, when do you think this is good? Are we going to be doing, are we going to be here two years from now wearing masks? No, I'm, I Jim don't. Jordan asked I Dr. Don't. Fauci the same question. Well, let, let me, let me, you're ranting again. Let me no, just. I'm not ranting. Yes, you are. No, I, I, here's how it works, Dr. Fauci. Right. I get to ask you the question. You're the highest paid official in the United States government. You've given us your advice on baseball, on dating apps, on cruise ships. You told us zero <laughs> masks, one mask, two masks, now back to one mask. I'm just asking you, when is it going to end? You can say I'm ranting. I'm actually asking the question that the citizens I get the privilege of representing, and my name actually goes on a ballot. I don't think your name's ever been on a ballot. My name goes on a ballot. The citizens I represent want to know the answer to when they can get their liberties back. You know, you can call I that ranting. I actually call it standing up for the Constitution, which I take an oath to uphold, Dr. Fauci, every year, every term that I serve in this Congress representing the folks in the 4th District of Ohio. So it is not ranting. It is defending the First Amendment. Bye, Gary. Okay. 
And we'd like an answer or your best guess since yeah. you've got an answer for everything else. Well, that certainly <laughs> it was ranting, but it was a good rant. Full yeah, of, I liked it. Full of, um, you know, true and important points. And uh, Fauci, I mean, the whole back and forth actually went about eight minutes. If you want to hear Fauci uh, respond a little bit. In your written statement, you say now is not the time to pull back on masking, physical distancing and avoiding congregate settings. When is the time? When do Americans get their freedom back? Can you put your microphone, please? When we get the level of infection in this country low enough that it is not a really high What is low enough? Give me a number. I mean, we we had 15 days to slow the spread, turn into one. He's right. The original deal was not about low infection rate. Mm -hmm. At this point, we have resources. We have hospitals. We have... That was the deal. We have... Exactly. Vaccines. I mean, there's... What's happening in Connecticut? Connecticut, it it may be because of the Johnson and Johnson thing a little bit. It may be because of the bad messaging, but there were there was always going to be some percentage of people that that weren't going to be interested in taking it, right? And so, you know, Connecticut was early off the mark with the vaccines doing really well, and they've probably just hit that point. In the next few weeks, we're probably going to hit that point in the rest of the New England states, which have been doing pretty well vaccinating, where there's going to be people getting their second shots, but the new appointments are going to trickle off. And, you know, at that point, really anyone who wants one is going to be able to get a vaccine. So I don't really have that much more interest in protecting people who don't want to get the vaccine by wearing a mask everywhere. And I don't think the type of people who don't want to get the vaccine really care if I wear a mask or not. So, you know, at that point, once these appointments open up and really anyone who wants to be vaccinated can be vaccinated. Sir, Anson, does it look like you're like <laughs> Does we're it doing look something? like I'm talking? Can no, you tell me after? Tell, you can tell we can talk about it afterwards. Answer. Um Once everybody who wants a vaccine has gotten a vaccine, I mean, the vaccines are incredibly effective at preventing death from coronavirus. Just so you know, by the way, he wasn't going to tell us that Timmy's stuck in a well or anything. This is going to be (laughs) wanting candy, wanting an app, wanting a screen, wanting a snack, wanting a... This is nothing... Don't go in the kitchen! (laughs) Good luck. He's going to go in the kitchen and try and find a snack. Um, So, at that point... People who want to get the vaccine can protect themselves and, you know, and then we'll just all go on with our lives because there's no point at that point. Why would we keep on with the measures once everyone who wants a vaccine can get one? Right. In year of lost liberty, what metrics, what measures, what has to happen before yeah. Americans get my, their freedoms? My message, uh, Congressman Jordan, is to get as many people vaccinated as quickly as we possibly can to get the level of infection in this country low that it is no longer a threat. That is when. And I believe when that happens, you will see. What determines when? I'm sorry. What? What measure? What, I mean, are, are we just going to continue this forever? Or when, does, when, does, no. when do we get to the point? What measure, what standard, what objective uh, outcome do we have to reach before, before Americans get their liberty and freedoms back? You know, you're indicating liberty and freedom. I look at it as a public health measure to prevent people from dying and going to the hospital. You don't think America... That's what an Mm -hmm. an autonomous, mindless robot says. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, then you have to ban the big gulp sodas and ban McDonald's and ban um, 
you know, swing sets. Span because driving. Can, you have to ban everything. You have to ban driving. Absolutely. Uh, boats, uh, firearms, uh, playgrounds, carnivals, That's why carnivals, you tell the, you tell the five foot four doctor at some point to shut up and leave the room. Thanks for your help. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. Thanks. You can yeah. go now. But Trump had it right. Is that, yes, Fauci is going to come out and tell us the best thing to do for public health. But the best thing to do for public health has to be balanced with other priorities. For example, freedom. For example, the law. For example, I mean, there's all kinds of things it has to be balanced with because, you know, and and I don't trust anybody who doesn't believe there aren't trade-offs with these things. You know, anybody who says 100% liberty all the time, they can never do anything that restricts anybody's freedom the tiniest bit because if it protects other people, you can never ever, you know, I tend to go more in that direction than not. But but there's always trade-offs and you should always have to acknowledge the trade-offs, right? That, you know, the freedom to do certain things to drive cars, to own guns, to, you know, go on roller coasters. Like those things have uh, certain inherent risks to them and that we all have to accept those risks if we're going to do them. And that's just part of having a society, right? Liberties have been threatened the last year, Dr. Fauci. They've been assaulted. Their liberties have. I don't look at this as a liberty thing, Congressman Jordan. Well, that's obvious. (laughs) As a public health thing. I disagree with you on that. These are easy shots that Jordan is landing here. There's no doubt about that. I mean, but Fauci's not helping himself either. No, no. Constitution is suspended during a during a a a virus during a pandemic. It's certainly not. This will end for sure. For sure. When we get the level of infection very low, it is now at such a high level. There's a threat again. Get the level of infection very low. What's very low, Right, what's doctor? very low, and also, shut up. <laughs> major Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, over the last year, Americans' First Amendment rights have been completely attacked. Your right to go to church, your right to assemble, your right to petition your government, freedom of the press, freedom of speech have all been assaulted. I mean, for a year now, Americans haven't been able to go to church. Even today, when they go to church, they're limited in the size of, 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 of worshipers who can meet. Your right to assemble? Oh, my goodness. We had a curfew last fall in Ohio. You had to be in your home at 10. In Pennsylvania, you had to be in your home. Uh, when you're in your home, you had to wear a mask. In Vermont, when you're in your home, you didn't have to wear a mask, Dr. Fauci, because you weren't allowed to have yeah. people over to your house. Yeah, yeah Congressman Jordan. Your ability are... to petition your government well, for a year, for a year, American citizens haven't been able to come to their capital to petition their government <coughs> to talk to their rep- One exception. representatives and freedom of the press. These very pictures that... Anyway, you get the picture there. That's all available if you want to see, and see the rest of it there. It goes on and on like that. So so that's what's going on out in the streets and out in Washington, D.C. Now, out in the world, I was uh, taken back, back by this um, the this TikTok star. I don't know if she's a star, actually. She just got a big, trending, popular TikTok post. <clears throat> Two of them, actually. The big one, actually, from what, what last month when she complains about Greg Abbott of Texas, the governor, opening everything up. And and I just find this interesting. She does this from her car. She is probably somewhere between 17 and 22 years old. She goes by TikTok Tina. She is extremely well-spoken. 
She is a beautiful young lady with a million dollar smile, which I'm sure costs the family about eight grand. She has absolutely the trappings of somebody with a wonderful life <laughs> who's living the good life. And listen to her um, react to Governor Abbott. Governor Abbott has just lifted the mandatory mask mandate in the entire state of Texas. Now businesses are back at 100% capacity. So when there's a giant spike in our country, you're going to know exactly who to blame. You can say don't mess with Texas all you want. You know who can mess with Texas? The wrath of God. Viruses don't care about your weird state pride. Get over it. So at one point in the middle there, she stops to smile before she does the horn bopping thing. Mm -hmm. And like I said, she's got an extremely telegenic smile. So this is a young lady. Let's call her 18 years old. And she is obviously very ahem privileged. She is well-spoken, intelligent, articulate. Like I said, very telegenic. Mm -hmm. She's also extremely young. She's got the whole world there at her, you know, beck and call. She is she is living right now like few people in the history of civilization have ever lived. She's got everything. And she she somehow has been trained trained to worry to you know is it is it humanities classes in high school that teach you to instead of embrace all the gifts you've been given and have a positive, wonderful a a outlook on life, to worry about catching a virus that's not going to affect you. you right. There's going to be no problem for you. Or, Well, she'd say she cares more about other people. I think it's incredible. So anyway, there's a follow-up video that she posted. And now this is after, despite that she just warned of, beep, beep, um, <laughs> didn't really happen. So this is her version of contrition. Let's talk about COVID in Texas. About a month ago, Governor Abbott lifted the mandatory mask mandate, and we haven't actually seen a spike, which is amazing. So let's talk about why. No, this is not. Now, hold on. Hold on. Extremely articulate, <laughs> fast speaking, know-it-all, intact self-esteem, zillennial jerk. So let's talk about why. I'm going to go to the reasons why I was absolutely right still. No, how about a moment of contrition? How about, wow, I'm a dumbass kid who doesn't know anything, and I was totally wrong. Sorry, guys. No, can never be. Not because masks don't work. It's actually because the Texan people have continued to wear masks and businesses big and small have also required it for customers to enter. This is also due to incredibly... And that's also due to because Governor Abbott said the businesses can do what they want. Yeah, so it's almost like uh, you can trust people without government mandates, which is something that people right. have been saying here for a while. Right, so Governor Abbott did a good thing. But you tell us, TikTok Tina, you educate us. High rates of vaccine rollout. 20% of Texans are completely vaccinated. I'm about to get my second vaccine next week for Moderna. It's very, very... She is 18 years old. If you haven't gotten yours, by the way, uh, sorry. Be a TikTok jerk from Texas. Very exciting. As amazing as all this is, we can't ignore the fact that daily cases in Texas are still higher than daily cases in states like California, who have very strict mask mandates. Daily cases don't matter. Right. A lot of daily cases are people who don't even feel it or mm -hmm. who have minor symptoms. Daily cases don't matter. It does not matter. It's like daily cases of, uh, you know, hay fever at any given point. It only matters if those translate into fatalities or hospitalization. Certainly, you could right. have the long haulers problem, etc. This daily, more daily cases. Oh, my God. 
Texas. I'm incredibly proud of all of us in Texas right now because we have continued to stay. Goes right past humility, <laughs> right to proud of herself. I'm proud of all of us. Stay safe despite our government encouraging us not to be. Yes, my first video on this was very scary and it's because I was scared. As well, if you're scared, which I can see that you are, and that's your parents' fault, and the, 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 the idea that you are, you know, you are uh, equipped with all the tools to succeed in life, including being the first Texan without a Texas accent that I've ever heard, because you're that well-educated. You speak that well, probably in the drama club, probably all those things, but still... Still, I was scared. I was who's letting her be scared? She should <laughs> well, be the least scared, scared person in the world. A student in Waco, as a sister to my brother in Austin, as a partner to my San Antonian boyfriend, as a granddaughter to my grandparents in Houston, and of course, as a friend to all my loved ones in this state. So, thank you, Texas, for safely standing against neglectful jurisdiction. Neglectful jurisdiction. That's such I, an I, interesting I, 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 perspective on the government didn't make us do something and we chose to do it anyway. <laughs> like, right. You put us in a position where we could have killed ourselves. <laughs> We're stupid. We needed better, stronger limitations from you. I'm so proud of us for still Don't doing you... it, even though you didn't make us do it. Oh, no, I've got to FaceTime my, uh, my partner, San Antonio and boyfriend. Imagine if kids acted like this to their parents. I didn't... You didn't make me clean my room, and I still cleaned it anyway. I am so proud of myself, even though you were really neglectful in not making me clean it right now. <laughs> uh, it is remarkable. I did that, but I didn't congratulations, congratulations, parents of kids. Oh, God. You know, our kids are very destructive and um, uh, challenging, Alice. <laughs> But they're not that jerk. No. I'm happy. They're not that particular spoiled brat jerk. Somehow, oh my God, I can imagine how long she wore the, uh, I got the vaccine sticker. She will be, there will be many selfies that she'll be taking with that sticker. Getting me, getting my ouchie fauci. Tell me what to do. Tell me, government authorities, tell me what to do more. I need to know what to do. This country was built to not be told what to do. Did anybody mm -hmm. tell you that? Anybody? Does anybody yeah. teach that? And people react faster to new information than the government does, which is why it's good to have people able to do what they, they want to. For example, we've known <laughs> since roughly last year at some point, the, the middle of last year, maybe like the summer, that COVID doesn't really spread on surfaces. That's just not a thing. So you don't have to uh, sanitize your groceries. You don't have to. I believe our library is still quarantining books that are returned for four days after you return them to make sure that they don't get COVID from your books that you return to the library. COVID really doesn't spread on surfaces. It just doesn't. And, the, you know, they've just released new guidance on this. But do you think that all these, like, big behemoth corporations, do you think the big behemoth government schools – and government offices are going to adjust their guidance? Or do you think we're going to keep having to sanitize every classroom in between each group of people that goes in there and everything else? Even though it's far cheaper and much more effective to open the windows and run an air filter in there. Right. Well, no, uh, yeah, we're going to be performative, be doing performative um, exercises 
around COVID for a long time. Remember, in you know 2009, whatever it was, the the swine flu Purell uh, dispensers came into everybody's lives, and they never left. <clears throat> now, do those date from the swine flu? Yeah, you don't remember that. Yeah, Purell came for the I swine mean, flu I knew and never that. left. I always remember them being Purell, but. Well, there was always Purell, but it wasn't it wasn't mass distributed mm-hmm. in office. The swine yeah. flu. I remember seeing a video that somebody put this year um, with COVID on TikTok or Twitter or somewhere that was their kid going up to every object around her, maybe like a one or a two year old, mm-hmm. and putting her hands under it like it was a hand sanitizer dispenser. Because they now <laughs> so trained their kid to sanitize their hands everywhere they go and, you know, go under every, they're like going up to the car, putting their hands under, rub, 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 like going up to the swing set, hands <laughs> under, rub, rub, because they're like trained pathologically now to just. Sally, come forward, please. We're calling Sally. Go ahead. You can do the play by play Um. And and saying like oh because of COVID now my kid thinks everything's hand sanitizer. Sally, in a few minutes you and I are going to leave for softball. You will be ready, right? Yeah. We will take the white car. Mm-hmm. We'll take the white and car. So get your stuff out of the orange car. Get your stuff out of the orange car and re- remember our homework. Uh, two names for the softball team. Yes. Thank you, my dear. See you in a bit. Um. So, yeah, that is uh that is uh, where I am on on that stuff. Uh, what else jumps out at us, Alice? For a uh, split, I have a I have a, a surprise piece of audio for the very 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 a end of the show. Surprise piece of audio. By the way, um, so, so stick around a, longer than you usually do. I have a, a couple tiny updates here on uh, big tech censorship. Uh, one is that James O'Keefe, we played you the audio the other day. He's been continuously releasing a steady drip of information that they gleaned from this uh, CNN guy who was saying that they tried to. Make sure Trump didn't get reelected, and that they're they're now they're going to go full Black Lives Matter and climate change, and they spread fear, and they've been hyping COVID numbers and all this stuff. So, um, he's been releasing those videos day by day. Today, he was suspended from Twitter, which should be freaking shocking to everybody. Yeah, that they're doing this that in on on behalf of CNN, they're intervening on behalf of CNN because this guy is eating their lunch. Mm-hmm. This guy is using tactics that CNN, the New York Times, that everybody mm-hmm. else uses, but he's just better at it. Yeah. According to him, he's issued a statement uh, that they told him that they suspended his account because he's operating fake accounts. He says that is not true, and he is suing Twitter for defamation over it. So mm-hmm. I don't know that that's a defamation issue. Uh, we'll see. But um, He just did win a lawsuit, I think. Or, or he's gonna he has a lawsuit that's going to be heard. Yeah, so he, he spends a lot of time in court back and forth on various things because he gets sued a lot for releasing audio of people. Um, mostly he does it in a legal way. But Yes, um, we've also got a, as far as media malfeasance goes, Alice, the Russian bounty news stories that we talked about when they came mm-hmm. out, that Trump wasn't doing anything about the Russians putting bounties on heads of Americans in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Paying militia fighters mm-hmm. to kill American troops. Uh, the uh, intelligence services have now backed off that. That was not true. Was never true. That was purely election year uh, deep state interference that, that right. just was leaked by people. I mean, Biden cited it in the debates. The, it, that's Democrats have repeated this talking point. None of them is ever going to apologize for spreading uh, false stories, just like they're never going to re- apologize for any of the Russian 
Yes. Okay. Stuff. And in Los Angeles, the sheriff has decided that if you get arrested, they will be using pink badges and handcuffs, handcuffs to cuff you because of breast cancer awareness. And so I look I'm, forward to getting your awareness raised. I am forward. I, I, I think off. that's kind of sick humor in a way. So I'm for that. I think that's an excellent, excellent <laughs> idea. All right. So, um, but can I say one more thing yes. on the tech censorship? Um, Bloomberg is running this interesting article because they're upset that. Uh, this 23-year-old kid is providing hosting infrastructure and stuff, and he doesn't care who uses the platform. Unlike Amazon Web Services and some of these big guys that won't host, like, white nationalist sites and stuff, or ISIS, or anything, <coughs> he lets he ho- lets everybody get hosted wow, on there. Wow, total free speech. So Bloomberg <laughs> wrote a big uh, piece on him and how dangerous this is that he's doing this. You can read it. He's just a kid in Washington State, a 23-year-old who's... Uh, Who's providing, who's, they they say he's providing IT services to hate groups is the way they put it. But really, he's just <laughs> letting people be on the internet. So, um, that's, I thought you said you had surprise audio. After it's you're done. Gonna, oh, at the very end. Well, uh, that's all for now. You can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, uh, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. We're also on Gab and Parlor at Burn Barrel Podcast. And we're on YouTube. That's Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel on YouTube. You can find us there. Uh, and you can also send us an email. That's Burn Barrel Podcast at gmail.com. All right. So it is today, April 15th for us. So this is the eighth year anniversary of the Boston Marathon bombing. You, um, obviously, that was a big time for everybody. That year, 2013, we decided, uh, I decided I was not working. I had been whacked from a radio station at that point. And so uh, I decided, uh, it was up in the air, and I decided, no, I'm not going to go down to the marathon. We had been there the year before, right across the street from where the explosions happened. Mm -hmm. But anyway, everybody knows the story of what happened with that bombing, and it was a a horrific, disheartening thing. Uh, and, And so everything in Boston was canceled delayed off obviously mm-hmm. we were shut down for a while and then and then uh I, a few days later things started to uh return and the Boston Bruins uh, had a big game uh, well it had a game anyway and it was i think that might have been the first uh, pro sports local game again mm-hmm. and so the Bruins had uh, every every before the game starts every game they have uh Rene Rancourt who's the uh the singer sings the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, this is a very emotional time for everybody in Boston. So, when he sings the anthem this time, this is this is just really beautiful and emotional. He sings the the anthem, and the crowd with the the spirit of the crowd just takes over. And this is just lovely. And I thought it might be something too lovely to leave you guys with seeing a few guard to present tonight's colors. Can you see by the dawn's early light what's so
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.